thank God for American flat track because the rest of the racing was either boring or full-fledged stupidity. Like at Daytona, there's just so much dumb involved in all of that. But a lot to cover nonetheless. We'll get to that in a few seconds because this is Racing with Jesse Rosinski and it starts right now. Welcome back to Racing with Jesse Rosinski. Happy Monday if such things exist. Hopefully you got, hopefully that if you're listening to this, I mean, at least hopefully, yeah, you're a, a fan of Rex because there was a lot of them this weekend. So hopefully, you know, that made you happy. Anyone with a brain, I don't think was happy. I know Walter wasn't happy and everyone wish him love and all that. He needs some time away, you know, new baby and all that. He's finally listening, taking time off. So give him some love in the comment section. Cause, uh, we were waiting on that thing to go back green. That's just, that was terrible. Uh, and the wreck happening in the first place, but I'll, you know, I got into that yesterday. I'll briefly get into what they could do to resolve it. You know, later on find the, you know, short I put up yesterday sitting at 78 views. So I know if you will, and if you do, but it actually makes sense and it really wouldn't cost NASCAR a dime. So I just stop hearing them say, I don't know what we can do to actually alleviate this problem. It's actually really easy if you use your brain, if you have one. Not sure most of them have a brain. That's the problem. Uh, the F1 race was just slaughter. That happened over the weekend. There was some good racing. American flat track, the Sacramento Mile, that did happen. That was, you know, actually some of the better racing I've seen from AFT this season. I mean, there were guys up there all the time. There might have been breakaways, but it wasn't just one person out by a year, which was, you know, really nice to see. Even if people couldn't make passes, like to finish it, they were right there, which is very exciting. Unlike again, the F1 race, no offense to them. That just, it wasn't good. And there was good racing everywhere, except for, you know, where it mattered. So yeah, lots to go over to Amsoil Racing, Championship Off-Road, Bark River International Raceway and in Bark River, Michigan, finally aired and get good racing. Pro 2, Thomas won. But he had a tire going flat the last couple of laps, and you could tell he had some spots where it was hard to hold on to the thing. But again, really good racing, even you know, with that. The poor guy named Winner finished second, Mittag finished third, and then Pro Four, Kyle Duke dominated again. That should surprise no one at this point. CJ Greaves was second, and then his brother finished third. American flat track, like I said, the Sacramento Mile, and they showed a lot of the races actually. We got see the production twins, parts unlimited, and the super twins. And normally on TV, we just get to see the highlights and two of them. This time they aired three races. I don't understand how it's an eight-minute race plus two laps, and they had to have a commercial and actually <laughs> cut two minutes away from it. You know, but, you know, I'm just happy we got to see them. I just don't understand how the TV network can't give them eight minutes plus two laps. That just seemed dumb. But great racing production twins. Jesse Janish on pole. Jesse Janish and Mikey Rush were in their own zip code. I mean, like 10 seconds out there, but Jesse Janish got the win. Rush was second. Smith third. Texture fourth. Parts unlimited. Kitchen on pole. And this one had a lot of stuff going on. Cody Cop got the lead by two, by turn one. Like when they got to eight, took the lead by turn three on the outside. And then 
Comp finished, I think, like fifth. Gautier wasn't even in the top three. I think he finished fourth. Like, it was racing all over the place. Bruner was first. Whale was second by only one thousandth of a second, which is always good racing. I don't care. Like, you don't like people racing and being that close. You don't like racing. And, yeah, but Kitchen got third. Super Twins. Rookie Dallas Daniels on pole ended up getting the win over Jared Mees, who he sure tried a million ways to figure out how to get around him. And he just couldn't figure it out after winning four of the last five. I think it was two or three straight Sacramento mile. So the rookie getting the win in the mile, Briar Bowman was third. I said, though, great racing, like in all of them. No matter what, first, second, like top three were there in the one. Top three were right there in another. Like it was, it wasn't just one guy driving away, which we have seen, which we did see in some of the semis that they showed highlights of earlier in the day and other races they did, you know, for a prize, like those races, even in American flat track, aren't the most exciting thing in the world, even though American flat track is really exciting racing. It's just sometimes, you know, it's just one guy in a straight line going around. It's just, you know, who likes that? It's no one's cup of tea. I'm not picking on anyone. And when I say that, but this was really good. And that was one of the highlights of the weekend, actually, because it was good racing. There wasn't full-fledged stupidity across the whole thing. And people were actually racing. And again, if you watch the F1 race, you understand. If you watch NASCAR races, I don't even know what to call them still. I don't know. They were clusters. I'll give them that much. But anything else, I'll get myself in trouble on YouTube. It was bad. Just like, again, F1 Belgium GP, first race after their summer break, and Max is on pole, but started 14th due to a grid penalty. No one started where they qualified, one of the first times ever in F1, if not the first time ever, because there were so many grid penalties. Uh, Lewis, Hamilton, and Alonso on lap one. My take, he, Lewis came way down into Fernando Alonso. don't care who you are. don't care what you were watching. He came down like... Fernando couldn't, like Alonso could not move over anymore. He was all the way down, as far down on the curb as he could go. Lewis came way down into him. I don't know what the hell. I mean, there's the right there. If you didn't get to see it, you see Ferrari, Red Bull, Alonso, and that's Lewis in the air there. If you're watching the video, there he is. He came way down into him and he got that and he was done very shortly after that, after that impact there. Um, I just don't get it. I really don't. That was just another. He's made so many of those dumb moves. This is the first time it cost him. Like, dearly, this is his first race he didn't finish all year. And he was on, actually, a roll there for the last five, six races. It's just, that was dumb. And anyone that tries to defend Lewis, I mean, that was, he came way down into him. And sadly, in my opinion, he got what he deserved. But it's weird. I don't, I, I just, then Alonzo said, well, apparently he's only used to, you know, starting first and, you know, winning races that way because he can't actually pass anyone. And, I mean, we've seen him do that a few times this year. It's very unlike him after all the championships and everything he's won winning. You don't expect it, but that was just another dumb move. A very dumb move that didn't need to happen. That sucked, but really, actually, what are we going to do about it? Nothing. So, no point. Complaining over it, but the race was, I mean, Mick Schumacher looked bad. The race was just bad. Like, it wasn't good. Max was out in his own zip code by, like, 10-plus seconds, like, way out there. 
Sergio Perez was second. And he had that by a few seconds. Carlos Sainz was third. George Russell four. Charles Leclerc fifth. He moved to six after that penalty with like two to go where they stopped for tires to try to steal the fastest lap for a point. Didn't work. He ended up falling back to six because of a speeding penalty. So didn't get the point and he lost his spot. So it actually cost him more, but like they were in their own area. Like they were, he was gone. Max was gone. That's how the rest of the season is going to go. I know the fans over there will keep going to it and cramming in it and loving it, but if the guy's going to be out there winning by 17 seconds every race, it's not really. Like, that's not good. Like, when it's not even a competition, that's not exciting. Like, he could have started last half a lap behind, and the safety car, you know, right away would have helped that, but he literally could have started last, and he was already into the top three on lap, like, eight, including the safety car laps when he couldn't pass anyone. Like, that's not normal. That should never happen. And if he has that big of an advantage, no one's going to figure it out in eight weeks. I hope they do. <laughs> that sucked. But really, what else is there to say about any of it? Like, that was bad. That was hard to watch. Good racing behind that, people trying to race each other. But, I mean, like, first is out by a year. Second has a giant gap. They're, like... No one actually had to race for anything. They just got strung out. And that's not good for the sport. It's not good for racing. It's not good for the fans. Anyone could turn on a TV and watch people take circles. You know, just drive around in their own area code. Like, that's not racing. So hopefully they figure it out and they fix it. I think they can. You know, if they work, they could do it. I just didn't. You know, I wasn't a fan of it. I was very excited for them to come back. Like, I was sharing stuff all the time. I was stoked. And then it just didn't deliver. Just like the Xfinity Series race. I mean, I'm glad they got it going. But ending it at 1.30 in the morning, Eastern time, that was that was rough. That was rude. Uh, AJ was on pole, no Gregson second. After qualifying, it was rained out. And it was just a bad night, followed up by another bad night the next day. Next night, Slitton... It just kept going. Actually, later that day, got rained out, moved it to the next day, and then I have my whole feeling on that, and I will get to it. But uh, shout out to Riley Herbs for holding on to that thing while he was at full speed in the pack and not wrecking and holding it because that, you know, that shows some uh, some good hands there to hold on to that. Uh, John Hunter driving the car, commemorating the 13 loss in Afghanistan. It was nice to see that. Yeah. And NASCAR, you know, Dave, you know, guys in the pits mentioned those 13 on the anniversary more. I saw on the news. I was waiting for people to post on it. Like, that's all I'm going to say about it. It's sad when NASCAR is doing a better job to remember them than any of the people that caused it or any of that. Like, that's just sad to me. Again, I know people that were actually like trained those Marines that got blown, like that knew them and they were once theirs. And you know, to see how they felt after that happened. Just imagine what the family members felt and a year on, not even really mentioning them, had to suck. But then we get into the suck of the whole entire thing. Lots of wrecks. Glad Sheldon Creed was okay after that one because you saw him hitting the passenger door so hard, hard that his roof actually buckled. So glad he walked away from that one because that was a hell of a hit. Like That was one hell of a hit that he walked away from on that one. But... So much bad luck involved, like so much, so much stupidity in this one. 
first wreck to cause overtime. We had the seven of Algar, 08 of David Starr. I have it on my phone, so I can't screw it up. The 10 of Landon Castle, 11, 11 of Daniel Heimrich, 19 of Brandon Jones, 80, yeah, sorry, 23 of Anthony Alfredo, 27 of Jeb Burton, 44 of Sage Karam, 78 of Matt Mills, and the 98 of Riley Herbst. I'll go around, cause OT1. Then, sadly... You guys might even be able to read that on the screen there. We get another one on the restart. This time the 08 of Blaine Perkins, the 4 of Bailey Curry, the 5 of Josh Williams, 14 of Justin Haley, 31 of Myatt Snyder, 36 of Andy LeBay, 38 and 39 of Kyle and Ryan Sieg, 45 of Cesar Baccarella, 48 of Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 54 of Ty Gibbs, 68 of Brandon Brown, the 98 of Riley Herbst. All involved in that one. And we saw AJ run out of gas. Austin Hill had his old electrical issues there right on that last restart. But I will say at least Jeremy Clements was out front and makes the playoffs after they threw the caution, which is funny because they were wrecking and he kept going. But that was well before they got to the line. And they waited until after he passed it to throw the caution to end it. So you could tell they're all, oh, well, we need to end this now. I'm sure the powers that be at some networks were like, no, really, end this now. Uh, a lot of stupid but hey, Clemens won again. I'm okay with that. I like Jeremy Clemens. I think it's good to have one of the smaller teams make the playoffs. It's good for the sport to see. Yeah. <clears throat> the smaller teams do good. Regardless of where it is, they're making the playoffs is a good thing for the sport. No matter how they got into it, that's a good thing. Anyone that's against it apparently is against the sport because that was a really good thing that they needed. Then the cup race again, qualifying rained out Larson and Elliott on pole. So much stupid. Uh, so much stupid. And so many bad excuses for the stupid that was happening. So I'll give them their credit before I get into all of that. That with the wreck with five to go in stage one with Blaney, Bell, Harvick, Truex, Kislowski, and the 11. Went around and all that. They did get it cleaned up to have the one lap shootout there to end the stage. So we saw a real winner. So copping out and just going straight, you know, into stage two without ending it because we've seen them do it before. So that was cool. Uh, a lot of dumb things though. That one was caused by Denny bump dropping people in the turn, which got Eric Jones all sorts of squirrely and sideways. He saved it, but it caused stupid. I don't know why they're bumping people in the turns. I've never raced a car, you know, a big old plate track. I can even tell you're not supposed to bump draft in the turns. That's a big no-no. And we heard a lot of people yelling about it, which is just, you know, they kept saying the best drivers in the world. Well, why do they keep out to be reminded that bump drafting in the turns is bad? Because they're already running light. It means they'll go around very easily. Yet everyone kept doing it. Really dumb. That one didn't need to happen. But whatever, Logano won stage one. Kyle Busch won stage two. Good to see him win a stage, like momentum thing. I don't know what is just something positive, I guess, is the big thing to see him do that. And I did like him telling everyone that he had news, and that is that he didn't have any news. Like I have an announcement. I don't have anything to announce. That was a nice touch. Yeah, hopefully that means no one asked anything. Yeah, you know, about it. I'm sure that did, but. That would have been a good way just to say, don't ask me anything about it. And then there are people starting rumors that he was signing with colleague and it was going to be announced yesterday. And just, I don't get paid enough to deal with that level of stupid. Like, we'll find out when we find out. But 
good to see Kyle win stage two. And then, well, it just started. McDowell spun from second to 24, the 19, the one, the seven, and the 17. I thought the argument in the booth was dumb as hell. They were literally talking about how people needed to stay out and take a chance because the rain was coming. You know, so they could possibly be out front and NASCAR calls it and they get the win, saying that people needed to do that. They needed to take that chance. And at the same time, Jeff was arguing with people and they were arguing about Truex running up front and racing with the leaders and all that, not falling back. Like, well, if you're saying these people need to take these chances and stay out in case the rain comes, they could try to get a win again to the playoffs. At the same time, it can't be dumb that Truex is up there trying to get the win in case they end it so he could get into the playoffs. Like, that was actually, like, kindergarten-level childish right there. These guys need to take this chance to be up there in case they throw it so they can make the playoffs, but the guy that needs a win to make the playoffs, you know, possibly, you know, win, and it was much easier for him. Shouldn't be up there. He should be in the back. Like the... No logic, no intelligence behind that, but there wasn't a lot uh, of intelligence going anywhere, but there was another big wreck. The three, the 14, the 21, 23, 38, 41, 47, and 48. It sucked because Ricky was running good. Uh, Harrison Burton was right up there all day. I normally talk, we all know how much I love to talk about Harrison Burton. He was actually running right up there all day. So kudos to him. If anyone gets this out to him, somehow finds a way for him to find it. He actually was killing it all day until his day got ended by a bunch of dumb. And again, shout out to Ricky Stenhouse too, because everyone always calls him Ricky. I've been known to do it. It's amazing to see him in the Xfinity race and the cup race wrecked, but he didn't cause either of them. So good for him. And Bubba was up there running good too, but we know what Bubba can do on the plate tracks. And Bubba can plate race just like Bubba. Normally, I mean, the results weren't good at Coda, but he ran better than that in both the Xfinity and the cup. Like he can run those races. I will give him that. And he was up there, Todd Gill. And like, there's a lot of guys that normally you don't see up there. And no offense to Bubba, he's not consistent yet. We all know it. But that he was up there, the Harrison Burtons, like <coughs> Ty Dillon was up around the top 15 or so, you know, for a good little bit there. <coughs> so good on them for having those runs. The Joy was up there until stupid. <laughs> stupid was really, really stupid. The rain and the wreck and trying to save the money. So we took out half the field because we're dumb. I don't worry, I will get to it. I did a short yesterday again. Listen to that. It's the full synopsis, but I'll go on to the other side of it here in a little bit. Got a crazy lady walking in the door looking at me. She's losing her mind and hearing ghosts knocking on doors now. That's reassuring. Anyway, that's, don't worry, been there, done that. Well, there's literally no one in the house to knock, so. Anyway. They shouldn't have brought it back to green after all of that. It was like a bad ARCA race. Where there was like four cars together, and then there were some stragglers in the back, and the only reason anyone got near each other is because people did stupid stuff and almost took each other out. Like it was giant and worthless and they should have got and just left it there. Hannah walked in the door when she got back from getting her mom from work, saw Austin Cindric's face and was like, he looks pissed. Cause I'd be pissed too. If someone took a car going over 190 and again, 
hit me in the turn at Daytona to get me out of the way, especially when he had his teammate Reddick planted up his ass, who was not going to have let anything happen. For him to not you think he could have drove around him with that run with Reddick and got around him because Reddick would have went with him and he would have been on his own down there. Didn't have to almost wreck him because think if he wrecked and got hurt. And then Austin would look like an even bigger dick. And I love how he's talking about, yeah, faith and all that getting you somewhere. That was just brute force and ignorance on that one. And I'm not complaining about the move. I totally respect the move. I get the move. I still remember Newman. I'm telling him at what Phoenix, you need one more point when they still ended the homestead. Damn it. When he went into that turn, I think into the back of was it Kyle Larson? Maybe Juan Pablo, one of those two though, and boom. Like, see you later. Bye. He got his one point. You know, I'm fully okay with it. It's just not in that he could have done it in the straightaway and it would have been, you know. He wouldn't have almost lost it. And again, all the wrecks we had chance of something bad happening at Daytona going sideways. Yeah, I just didn't like it, uh, especially, again, with his teammate behind him. I know I get why he did it. I respect why he did it. Do what he got to do to get it. But, you know, run the guy over in the turn when you could very easily just go around him. Didn't like it. Thought it was unnecessarily risky and stupid. But... You know, they could have laid back. He could have got another good run with his teammate behind him and wouldn't have had to do any of that or just went around the outside and no one would be saying anything. That's why I didn't like it, though, because that was just dumb. Something dumb could have happened real easy and real fast. I'm just tired of seeing people get hurt because of unnecessary stupid. Like, it's just bad, in my opinion. But Austin Dillon got the win. Good on him. He made it in the playoffs. Again, did what he had to do. He had Reddick behind him. Cindric was third. Castle fourth. Noah fifth. Cody Ware, 6th. B.J. McLeod, 7th. David Reagan was ninth. Bubba, 11th. Ty Gibbs, 13th. Harrison Burton was 19th. And I even wrote after a much better run than that, running much way better until all the stupid happened. He could have had a really, really good day. He was up there. But look at all the names we got to see up front. Landon Castle, Noah Gregson, Cody Ware, B.J. McLeod, David Reagan, all getting top 10s. It was just really bad. They brought it back with like three cars that could even keep up with the guys up there because the cars were all beat to hell. Yeah, it's just, it was just dumb. But closing it all out, I really hope that isn't a precursor for the boys over at F1, because if that is, there's no point in watching any of it. Uh, I have a big thing <clears throat> for uh, NASCAR, big, like, it's, it's easy. Like, listen to the short from yesterday, find it on YouTube. It's a good one. It's to the point. It's simple. Like it's real simple and you'll understand it. You know, things they could do to alleviate this problem from happening again. But if they knew rain was in the area, they kept talking about it. They kept saying they didn't even think they were going to get it in. Why do you wait until 10? Like you could see the radar when it's going to come. Like why start it at 10? You could have started like what? Point one to go. So you could have started it literally nine o'clock. And quite possibly at that timing wouldn't have had that problem at all because you would have been done already. You know, it's just one of those things. Like, why do they always do that? Like you tell the fans to be there seven, eight, nine, they'll be there. If you know it's coming, then why always wait? Like just get it on there. So get it in that way or yeah, they just do it so much. So it bugs the hell out of me.
you know, they could do that. But again, find the short because my solution to all this could stop it very easily, way easily, 90 plus percent of the tracks. Like it doesn't even take a brain. Like it's that easy. They have the property. They can put people in certain places and let you know if something's coming so they can call it right before it starts raining on the tracks. We don't see half the field wreck out all at once and everyone just starts going like this because no one has any grip. That thing. I mean, everyone just, you know, the Red Sea is parted. That doesn't need to happen. And also, the sanctioning body for what they did to Brandon Brown. Yeah, now there's, you know, they're already a small team. We all know that. You know, they're winning it. Talladega was awesome. Look at everything. I don't care what happened. After that, NBC started it. I said, leave it alone. Still, she said, yeah, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, you can clearly hear they weren't. And now we have to occasionally see him. Like, I was wondering, I thought I was losing my mind when he was in someone else's equipment. I believe it was last weekend. Because he had, we all remember at the beginning of the season, he had Let's Go Brandon Coin to fully fund them, and NASCAR denied it because they said they didn't want to get political. You, you cross that line, and Bubba's walk around, and, you know, I can't breathe in BLM shirts, and had BLM on his car during 2020 because that was quite politicized and very political, and you let him do it. Like, if he could do it. You know, you can't pick and choose who's going to be able to do it and who can't. And now Bubba got all these big sponsors out of the deal and he couldn't get that coin. And it might be over. Like he's driving other people's equipment for, you know, in some races, like because they can't fully fund it. I'm sorry, get over yourselves. Put it on there. This is like Natalie Decker suddenly couldn't race because it was so last minute. And even though the products that were going to sponsor a car get tested, NASCAR... Yeah, they have their own protocols and testing facilities and want to do it themselves, and they could have get it done. Well, if it's already tested by the FDA and all that, like labs and all that, like you're taking opportunities away from drivers and sponsors to be in the sport and racing, which is dumb. How about we find a better way to do this and stop being so picky, choosy, and political yourselves and idiots? Guys, you're hurting yourselves. Who am I to care about NASCAR killing themselves? But, you know, it's just bad, so... Especially the rain. Like, you heard them. You heard Haley's spotter, and you saw it. Like, Jeff Burton really does need his eyes checked during the rain thing, though, to close it out. Like, you can see Haley on the front straightaway, and poof, mirror. I'm oh, sorry, it's, you know, onboard camera, completely covered in water and did all that. It was raining on him, and on the spotters, and you saw that you had time to at least slow them down so they weren't going mock everything into that turn. And hitting that rain and just losing all grip and wrecking that many cars. <coughs> you had time. Don't say you didn't. 10 seconds is more than enough time because they see the light and they slow down. They're actually really good at it. <coughs> Find the short from yesterday. It's a foolproof plan that they could literally do everywhere without really, I mean, they'd spend a few dimes, but not that many, but I'm going to leave it at that. I'll be on the lookout for another short I'm going to do on uh, you know, a lot of things. People getting contract extensions, the Kurt Busch thing, the concussion, which I totally respect him. Yeah, and the doctor's not telling him not to go. Does yeah, I mean, you seriously, you're still lingering from concussion effects when I've had enough. And I know there's times, let's just say there were times I had gotten a severe one and I shouldn't have gone on the road or been a gunner, but overseas, different situations. I want him to get better and back to at least end it on his own terms. And so take all the time. He needs, because for my last one, I'm still feeling after effects, and this is years later. 
but I'm going to do one about that. And also I'm going to be on talking about all the contract extension. So there's going to be a short episode, not like a YouTube short, like a Jesse, like a racing with Jesse Rosinski short. Yeah. So I can get over all that, you know, five to eight minutes, call it a day. Cause there's a lot of news coming out about contracts and all that. So, uh, be on the lookout. Don't forget to like, share, comment, repeat. Send love to Walter in the comments or anywhere. You know, he's trying to figure some stuff out. He loves you all. And he was pretty pissed this weekend. But uh, I'll be back soon. So be on the lookout. And peace.